This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 1, Episode 8. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and handmade entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. On this episode, I will introduce you to Kathy Donnell Vitsack of The Blissful Dog in Pinewood, Minnesota. Kathy has done a lot of this and a lot of that, but her heart seems to belong to canines. She's worked with dogs for many years, and she even bred Martha Stewart's dogs. I think we would all agree that that's quite a feather in her cap, but really it's nothing compared to what she's built as an entrepreneur making and selling nose butter for our furry canine friends. Kathy makes all of the products herself, and she sells them at retail, wholesale, and private label, and they can be found in over 100 stores nationwide and at several stores outside the U.S., including Taiwan and Australia. As you listen to Kathy share her experiences, make sure you pay close attention to how she has unlocked some easy-to-implement search engine secrets. Anyone can do the things she talks about, and they are practically free of cost as well. You'll get some great results if you listen to and follow Kathy's suggestions. You can get a summary and the resource links for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash eight. I'll be right back with Kathy Donnell Vitsack. Good afternoon, Kathy Donnell Vitsack from the Blissful Dog in Minnesota. How are you today? I'm doing great. It hasn't snowed yet, so I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, speaking of Minnesota, is it is it chilly up there? What's the temperature today? Actually, today it's one of those perfect fall days that I better treasure because just like they say on Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so we always have to be ready for that as entrepreneurs, right. too, don't we? So where, where are you Skyping from today? Are you in your studio, in your kitchen? Where are you today? I'm in my, my office, and it's, kind of, it's, a, it's my production kitchen to where I actually make all the products here, and it's also my office, and I do have it divided up into, like, work zones. So I am blessed to be sitting at my desk that my husband made for me and looking out over the lake. Wow, that sounds yeah, yeah. beautiful. How do you like working from home? I love it. I, I love the commute. You know, you just can't beat the commute. That's absolutely the best part. <laughs> I bet it is. And uh-huh. I work from home too. It's down the steps, get the coffee in the office. So it, it works That's out it. really well. And I love that you just mentioned that you have your workspace compartmentalized in your uh, in your work area. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, actually, once again, we were very blessed in that we uh, my we built a new house. In the it's taken a year and a half. I always say it's like dog years. I think it's going to be six months, and it's seven times longer than that. <laughs> but we've got a new house, and my husband was smart enough to finish my office first and get me in here, so I'd quit complaining. And so it's a big room. It's twenty eight by twenty four, 
and I've got it divided up with, with my computer desk and like the printers and everything like that, like the office type is in one area, one corner, the front corner up by the, like I said, window over the lake. Then I have the production kitchen with the stove, refrigerator, sink, dishwasher, all that is in one area. And that's where we make the product with big uh, level tables to be able to pour the, the nose butters and everything there. Then I have a shipping area with all my packaging for shipping product. And then in the middle of the room, we have a couple of ginormous tables for staging. Awesome. Yeah. Wow, that sounds so organized and so smart. And I love your husband. He's smart, too, because he got you taken care of before he tended to everything else. We love that. So I'm sorry. No, that's just a part of taking care of you so you can take care of your business. Absolutely. And one of the things is I have to be organized because I have a tendency to not be. So I've learned that if I am just almost just hard, well, I am very hardcore about if you pull the scissors off the hook on the wall, they go back on that hook, that pair of scissors. Everything truly does have a place. Otherwise, I would spend hours every day spinning in circles, screeching, where are, where's my box cutter? Where's my scissors? Where's the this or that or the other? And I've just learned to, to have everything has to go right back immediately. And I also duplicate efforts. I, I read, I think it was Peter Walsh, the good, that fabulous organizing guy, talked about having trash cans absolutely everywhere. So I have trash cans all over the place. And that, that way you have a, you don't have to even step the trash cans right there. And I have probably, speaking of scissors, like a dozen pairs of scissors hanging up in every area. So you don't have to look for one. It's, and that it helps. Just, it, yeah. it's amazing. I mean, obviously, I look at your website, and I'm like, this is one organized woman, because everything is so beautiful. I just want to mention, you have given me the best tip of the day, trash cans everywhere. I cannot tell you how many times I'm walking around. And I'm like, you know what, I need to throw this away. But instead, I'm just gonna put it right here. I'll throw it away later. Yeah. And it's still yeah. in a pile somewhere. So Thank and you. I have trash cans I like. You know, I, I, my husband laughed at me because I would be hours on my iPad pouring and looking. He said, well, are you still looking for trash cans? Yes, they have to be just right. And so I had the, you know, they're perfectly selected. So then you enjoy using them. It's not an, okay, I'm just going to snag one at the dollar store. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, I, that way I really, I appreciate them each and every one. And I got bought different trash cans for where they were going to be in the office. Wow. That sounded kind of like an kind of a little out there, but that's okay. People no, it's a gift. <laughs> it, it's a gift. And I almost want to hire you as a uh, organizing consultant. But what as I want to trash ta- can personal shopper. <laughs> <laughs> well, if all I needed was a trash can, I don't know, might be in better shape. But more importantly, I am looking at the blissful and I do not have a dog. But I want some nose butter. So I think I've said this to you before. Your web ladies and gentlemen that are listening, you know, I want you to listen to the whole podcast. I really do. But you have got to take a look at the blissful dog.com, especially if you have a dog, if he's not blissful, he will be after you get him some of this stuff. But let's talk a little bit, Kathy, about how you started your business. I want to hear the backstory. Okay. Well, like a lot of us, I had many past lives within this one with different career paths and all that kind of good stuff. Obviously, this is not a Minnesota accent. I do not sound like everybody on Fargo. I grew up in Mississippi and then after college moved to Dallas and worked in the fashion industry and then the club industry for a while. And we'll just gloss right over that and move on to the next phase. 
and I worked for PetSmart and then Petco and just loved it. I loved being, I was like a, a specialty area manager type position and I really enjoyed the work, retail work. I just like interacting with customers. That part of it was fun for me. And then when I turned 40, I had an opportunity to take a job as, a, as an apprentice graphic designer and moved to St. Paul. And I, I guess I just had a wild hair that day because I packed up everything I knew and a friend drove me north on I-35 from Dallas to St. Paul. And there I was. And of course, after I did it, I was like, what in the world was I thinking? But after I got to St. Paul, about a week or so later, I met my husband. So I figured things absolutely do happen for a reason. And I did that work for quite a while. We got married, fast forward, and the husband said, I want to I want to do a fishing resort. So we moved up here close to the Canadian border in far northern Minnesota for him to follow his dream. And I, for about 25 or 30 years, I did breed and show French bulldogs. I always say I was the woman, like the movie Best in Show, shaking that squeak toy, screeching, it's not Mr. Buzzy B. And it was fun while it lasted, you know, but nothing lasts forever. So that was part of how everything I did revolved around the dogs at that time. And so we moved up here and it, and then I was doing graphic design work for some several high-end specialty dog magazines. So once again, it was still pet related. And that industry saw a big ebb and a flow, obviously, as the internet got stronger and stronger. And uh, let's see, about 10 years ago, I think it was, I was putting uh there is a this story does tie together trust me i was putting shea butter on my legs one day up here in in the cold and one of the frenchies ran over and they always have had a tendency to have dry crusty noses not just mine but the breed in general and i dabbed some shea butter on his nose and the next day it looked better and i was like huh and so that kind of planted the seed in my mind and so i just started doing it for my dogs and people started asking about it and the next thing you know, I had my first store, which was a PayPal button. <laughs> you know how I remember back then? Right. It was a PayPal button. And I don't even remember what the program was, just whatever it was that, you know, Apple had at the time you could cobble a website together with. And I thought, oh, I got me a store now. I'm something. And that was literally how it started. But it was a very much a side business. It was just a little fun thing I did when I'd go to the dog shows. I'd take my little nose butters. And I had some, at the time, I had some like vibrational essence sprays, you know, kind of like rescue remedy type products. And I had some of, some of that in the store also. But the nose butter was what was the backbone of it, what caught people's attention. And as I still did the magazines and other work and this, that, the other. And then about, oh, three years or so ago, when people, I think, really got used to shopping online and knew how to work their search engines, my business just exploded. And I said, the universe is telling me something. I need to let go of some of these other things I was doing and put my full intention and attention on the blissful dog. And, and so, so your, your business, when it started, really didn't have a plan. It, it just nope. sort of evolved over time. Nope. Yep. It just was kind of, uh, yeah, like, a, well, you know, I, I always think everybody thinks like I do, but obviously they don't. But, you know, I just figured the universe guided me along on that, you know, just kind of. And it actually it grew in perfect timing. If I would have tried to force things, I wouldn't have been ready or the the shopping habits weren't ready. So it, it unfolded perfectly for me. Right. And, and you know, what's interesting, yeah. too, about what you do is like you run your business so far away from I mean, how far away are you from the closest, you know, town? 
we're literally, no joke, 45 minutes from pretty much a gas station or a town. And we're not talking a big town. It's a town. It's a college town. It's got about 10,000 people or so. But it's like, if you want to go there is an office supply store. We got a TJ Maxx though, not too long ago. So I was like, okay, I can exhale now. Right, but right. Uh, yeah, we're, it's literally 45 miles. And that means so, if you go to town, you're looking at three hours out of your day. So Kathy, let's, let's talk about that then, because you have such an amazing internet business story. And you have been able to, regardless of the fact that you live so far away from the closest town, which is also very small, you have been able to use the internet as 100% of your marketing backbone. Like you don't do local shows and you don't have the local chamber of commerce and stores up and down Main Street. You have done this all online. So. Tell us a little bit about the tools that you use to make that happen. Like, do you buy ads? Do you do um, blogging, Facebook? What what three or four things would you say make this all come together to have, as you say, the business explode because people find you on the internet? How do you make that happen? I work that search engine optimization like a, a, you know, a a big part-time job. I, I take classes. I read about it. I have all the Google alerts that that you know tell me when they're changing algorithms, and I, I will hire uh, consultants as needed if it's if I feel like I'm beating my head against a wall. And sometimes I have the tendency to take things as a personal challenge, and I'll spend three days on some ticky tacky little thing that I should have just hired somebody to do that would have taken them thirty minutes. So that's one thing I'm learning is to let go of some of that. It's not personal. I don't have to overcome that one. You know, figure it out myself, but. Uh, you know, I, I've learned that you you bring in the people as you need them, but but the search engine optimization is huge. Okay, and let's, so let's talk to... about that because okay. until you were able to hire people, it sounds like when you got your first big, everything's taking off, you were doing it yourself. Oh so like, yeah. are there books that you can recommend or some tips that you can share that started you on that journey to make that SEO happen? Well, what I did was uh, years ago when WordPress first came out, luckily... I uh, took some classes on WordPress and went with that as the platform I was going to learn. And it so happened that now WordPress is what a third of all websites in the world are WordPress sites. So, so is, is your site still built on yep. WordPress? Yep. It's okay. WordPress with the WooCommerce shopping cart. Okay. And I know there's other ways to go and, you know, but once you, you know, I, I said, okay, this is what's the old saying about you pick that, you bet on that horse and now you're going to ride it to the end. Yeah, <laughs> so, baby, I get that. Know, mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm in pretty deep with this one. So it's it's a learning experience, not just for me, but for the, the designers too. These people didn't know that WordPress was going to take off like that. So, right, right. you know, that's, it, that's interesting too. But what, what I did is like, okay, if this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to learn it. So I took a lot of online classes and books by the time you get them even if you download them on your kindle or your your ipad or whatever they're going to be pretty much obsolete you're pretty you're better off finding the industry leaders for the type of shopping cart that you have or the system that you have whether it's wordpress or anything else find out who the muckety mucks are that know what they're talking about Mm -hmm. and i follow their blogs and i get their newsletters and skim them to see if there's any tidbits i need that day Mm -hmm. And and i stay on top of all the updates and everything and make sure i'm doing them as quickly as i can and so that's that's what i would recommend on the search engine optimization for wordpress i use a plugin by a guy named yoast and the site is yoa 
EST, and it's one of the well-known search engine optimization plugins. And I just went in and I tweaked every single setting and emailed and Googled and found all the answers to get the settings right for an e-commerce store. And then I'm constantly ding tinkering around with them. Oh, uh, before I forget, also Google likes when you freshen up stuff. And so even if you've got a store, your product hadn't changed, I would recommend you go in at least every couple of months. And it's hard to do, and it's a big time suck. But you go in and change the pictures, rewrite your descriptions, do something to every single listing at least every six to eight weeks so that Google sees it's fresh and that something's being done to it all the time. And that'll help with your product listings. And then I, I do blog. I try to have blog posts on my site three or four times a week. And I don't let, I don't worry at all about, oh, who's going to read it? I don't care. I always say, I don't care if anybody reads it or not. It is solely and completely to keep me fresh and in the eyes of Google. Well, you know, and I'm so, so glad you mentioned these things too, because this every six to eight week update that you do can clearly be scheduled into your life or you can train someone to do it. So this can yep. really become a part of your system. And when you when you mentioned blogging, you know, I love that you said that. And I want to pause there for a second because so many people, because I help people learn how to blog and, and keep a blog fresh, as you say. And one of the things that always happens is, well, no one's commenting, no one's reading it. I'm like, you know what? Let's go take a look at my blog. All right. I do get some comments, but it's not, you know, it's not humming with community there. But what happens is when people do buy things from me and I ask them where they found out about us, you know what they say? The we, blog. we, the blog let us write to you. So I'm like, okay, well, no need to comment. <laughs> Just you know, buy I something. I turned comments so, off because I didn't want the spam. Oh, you box. don't even have comments. So look <laughs> at you. So so you're you're doing a combination of refreshing every six to eight weeks, mm -hmm. blogging three or four times a week, and keeping up with uh, who who you've determined are the people that you find are the people that update uh, the public with information about how to do this. Or you, I guess you buy their programs or their their um, ebooks or whatever to keep uh, up yeah, to yeah. date on that. Wow. And that's great. So are there any books or people that you can recommend in that regard that you find have been especially useful over the years? Well, that, that Yoast Y-O-A-S-T plugin for the search engine optimate, <coughs> excuse me, optimization to me right. was kind of what they call a game changer. Ah. It, that really, he leads you through. And I, I've been following this guy for years. And okay. it started out, he was one guy kind of doing this part time. Now he's got a whole team of like, oh, I don't know, half a dozen, eight people married, got a kid now. But, you know, you laugh because you watch these people. And now it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big business now. And he's over in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And I love that aspect of it, too, that we're all all over the world. I love I, that. Yeah, that's so... Yeah so amazing you can you can do things from lots of places i use yoast as well and it it totally revamped everything and it's so easy for anybody easy. listening that thinks oh my gosh another new thing it once you get it installed and you figure it out it is so easy to use so thank you so much yeah. for that resource so here's another question i have and this is just so exciting to me because i don't have a dog but i'm like the person in your life who always wants a dog but is terrified of getting one um and, and i can go into those reasons later but i love dogs and I love all the great pictures and stuff that show up on my Facebook and companies like yours that have these cute dog photos and everything. And, and you've got this wonderful product that caters to pets and you time that thing so well, because it's like the pet industry has just 
boomed in the past few years. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how you, you know, caught that wave and what are you doing to ride that pet product wave? Well, you know, like I was saying, I, I had showed, I showed dogs and then I bred the Frenchies for 25 or 30 years. I actually bred both of Martha Stewart's dogs. I said, I didn't even get a free magazine, but who cares? I still, you know, it's fun to know that they were born and raised here and now look, they're living in limos and all now. But uh, anyway, so that I was always immersed in dogs and then also working at PetSmart and Petco. So I always said I was a bit of a dog geek. I knew all the different breeds. I would read dog encyclopedias like other women would read Vogue because it was just so fascinating to me, all the different types and breeds of dogs and their personalities and, and the mix, all of them, mixed breeds, everybody, I just love them all. Mm-hmm. So I just found that part of it fascinating. And then the graphic designer in me, because the nose butter is for dry, crusty noses on dogs, but the fun part I do is that I have over 60 different dog breed labels. And that way, if you've got a Chihuahua, a Rottweiler, a Malamute, doesn't matter. I've got that label for your dog. And it's just fun. It's personalizes it. And it just, it, it, on a marketing standpoint, it also gives me extra search engine optimization terms to put in to bring people to my website. So all of that kind of rolls in together, but mostly because it was fun to look at, you know, for people to see their own breeds there on the labels. Right. So anyway, I came with a, that strong background of working in dogs at, at, for so many, many years. And then this just, it just kind of grew. I was kind of there when it all exploded. And when I got my first Frenchie, I think they were ranked 78 in number of dogs uh, registered every year. Now they're, they're in the top 10 with AKC. Well, you so know, I, all- when, I, when I go to your website and I see, uh, as you just said, you, you organized it so you have the same exact number of products for a different breed. And so- yep. You don't have a million formulas, but you have a million different ways to sell the same formula. Yep. And it keeps me from being bored with something. If I had a product, I I would have lost interest and moved on to something else, the next bright, shiny object or whatever, you know, butterfly would have gone by and that would have been it. And so this keeps me interested in it and challenged, you know, because as you can imagine, that's a bazillion different labels to design and to printed and to keep. Oh, and uh, I do have a local printer that I work with so that I can, because that was daunting to have my labels professionally printed with a bazillion variations. But, you know, luckily I did find somebody local for that. So that's been a blessing. But uh, it is fun. That part of it is a lot of fun. And I do, I've got the nose butter and then paw butter for obviously paws and elbow butter for their calluses, those big dogs that you see get those ugly calluses on their elbows and boo-boo butter that is for like scratches and stuff. And I do a relax aromatherapy roll-on to help for dogs' anxieties, the ones that are stressed out and afraid of thunderstorms. So I have a, a few different products, but you're right. It was in the tweaking of of the one, the nose butter, that made it made it so much fun. Yeah. So, and, and I, I know you were just reading down the shopping links here on your website. You said paw butter, elbow butter, boo-boo butter, relax, roll on, shine on, and, and that's five products. So what mm-hmm. you've done is you've taken five products, and I could count the dog breeds on your website, but I'm just going to estimate I see 50 or it's, 60 here. It's 60 plus. Yeah. Okay. So you multiply that times 60. You've got these exact same products times, times 60, and you're able to appeal personally to every single dog owner. Yep. Okay. Yep, that is it, yeah. brilliant. Absolutely and then brilliant. And all the different sizes. There's you and, know, all the different tins and tubes. It comes right. in different sizes. 
Right. But so technically, technically, you have more than five products because they come in different sizes. So yeah. I realize that. But you know, here, here's the thing. Do, do people often buy like, you know, nose butter for their dog and then buy some for themselves because it works for them too? I do have people do that because, it, you know, I get, of course, I get my different ingredients from all the, the right. resources we all know here on the Indie Business Network, and they're right. all from cosme organic cosmetic places. Right. And so, I, you know, but I don't want to deal with, right now, the pet industry doesn't have to go through the same labeling. Mm -hmm. Oops, we don't have to, it's, it's coming, and it should be. But right now, it's not quite as picky. I do list my ingredients in the order in which they're used and all that kind of good stuff, but I don't have to put the Latin names and everything like that on there, on the labels. So when, but, so, yeah. you, so in addition to selling online, do you have your products in any stores? Yeah, I'm in a lot of stores, literally all over the world. We've got a strong presence in Mexico. Uh, uh, quite a few of the European countries have stores that carry the product. Australia. I just got into Taiwan. So yeah, we're in, in many different countries and here in the States. Oh, I, I want to say it's over a hundred stores, vet clinics, grooming, uh, groom shops and that kind of thing. Oh, and one thing I do want to mention is I do a fun rescue support program. And because one of the things I do is I offer co-branding or private label branding for my wholesale customers. And that means that each of the labels can have their logo on it also. And so for a, somebody that has a little groom shop, it's their own little mobile grooming shop, they can have product with their name and logo on it at no extra cost. And that means a lot to other entrepreneurs like all of us, you know, to be able to do that and not have it cost you a fortune. And I do that for rescue groups also. So the rescue, uh, like dog rescue groups can have their logo on the product and people want to buy from them anyway, but this gives it an extra incentive because it's got the rescue group's logo on there. And it gives them something, it's like band candy, <laughs> you know, that, that they can sell to help raise money. So it's a, a great fundraiser for the rescue organizations. And that's been fun. But the private labeling for my customers has been a big, a big deal. Okay, Kathy, Kathy, I am astounded at your energy level. And I'm so <laughs> excited by this. So you've got the retail, as we described, the wholesale, as you just described, the private label, um, which is a little tweak on the regular wholesale. And you have never done a trade show? No, I've done two. You've I done two trade shows. When were they? The backer show they call it total pet expo now okay i did one a few years ago and i was like oh i wasn't quite prepared for this and then i missed a couple of years because it was the same week as the french bulldog national specialty and i was judging those blah 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 so then uh this past year i did it again and i it was it was so much fun and i it was i literally barely got a bathroom break it was insanity and so i of course that makes it more fun when you're you know yeah that everybody says oh you've been busy but yes yes and and I bet you knocked the ball out of the park there too it was great I met a lot of great people great connections and all that uh -huh. kind of good stuff but you know what I've one of the things I've learned that I'd like to share is to find a supportive network like what we've got here in the Indie Business Network if you've got a place where you can ask questions bounce ideas off people without fear of of overt judgment or anything it makes a big difference especially for those of us that are kind of remote or feeling a little bit isolated on a good day and i think that's key is to find those organizations and find the different classes or facebook groups or whatever where you feel comfortable and you know it's your people 
and yeah, that you yeah. can get tips and hints and support there. Mm-hmm. And because I know I have to share that that thread we had not too awful long ago on the Facebook group about husbands helping. Oh my goodness, swear, that was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> I printed some of that out and showed my husband. I said, see, it's not just me. We had the biggest laugh over that. <laughs> and it took some yes. tension away from mm-hmm. me you know, being exasperated over his inability to put a label on right side of. And, you know, we <laughs> oh had a good laugh about it. And it was, that helped my marriage. That, that Not oh, being wow. but a thread on a Facebook group yeah. took some pressure that was really yeah. tense that week off my marriage. We, yeah. we, we do have a great, a great, uh, a great community back there. Thank you for mentioning that. And thank you for being a part of it. You're, you're, a, you're a big contributor and we always appreciate your insights and energy, my goodness, whenever I feel um, like I need some energy, I go check out what you're doing, or I'll be listening to this podcast, because you you are just amazing. But you've only done two trade shows. And that's the thing you have, you have done two trade shows, but you have built your business, you know, so much on just learning how to understand how the search engines work. And that is such a big part of um, success really no matter what kind of business you have or where you're located so I'm so glad that you emphasize that for people who mm-hmm. you know and Kathy too it's just I mean you and you make everything yourself except for you you have some holiday and seasonal help and um, things like that but you you're pretty much the maker yeah. and the marketer and the blogger and the social media person and you have your husband's help and obviously he's a great support um, what words yeah. of encouragement can you offer to people who feel as though they're they're uh, you know they're they're doing so many things and they want to know how to prioritize all those things? What would you say to them, Kathy? As based quickly on- as you can, let go of the stuff you loathe doing. Mm-hmm. If it's the stuff that you catch yourself not doing it because you don't like it, then find somebody else to do it as soon as you can. Excellent. And I know I didn't, I did have an appointment with a score person. I worked with a score person that's, you know, that uh, the retired business people a few years ago. Right. And the one thing that really stuck with me was this, this nice gentleman said, don't hire anybody till you think you're going to die. Because he said he sees so many businesses fail when people rush out and hire a bunch of help and they don't really need it yet. And then they, they don't have any leftover money. And that's what I did. I didn't borrow any money. I didn't do, you know, I did it all myself until it was like, okay, I can now bring in somebody very part time or I can do a little consultation here and there. And that's been a that's really been the key for me was to do it really letting go of the things that I just right. Don't want to do. Right. Yeah. Step oh, that I'm not good at. Well, and step by step. And I love the 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 um the the force with which you said, don't hire anybody until you think you're gonna die. Um <laughs> my goodness. Um, you know, I kind of actually did that in my business too. I didn't get help until I really knew for sure that that I was I knew exactly what I wanted somebody else to do so I wouldn't be wasting money having them figure everything out themselves. Exactly. Um although I do want them to be good at figuring stuff out. Um but also I just really created as you have some of the systems that were necessary to be able to hand stuff off so people could do things without me standing over them. Exactly. Yeah. 
And that's been, you know, that's been key too. And I realized that you know, I don't have a huge labor pool to pull from. Right, right. And so, but I did find there's a, a, a family down the, ro the road, their daughter worked for me sometime a little bit during the summer. Then now she had a cousin. And so, that, you know, slowly but surely you find the people that just need a little bit of part time and then it just, it grows as it should. I love and so, that. Uh, yeah. So that way. And then, of course, online, you can find that the support you need for the things you want to let go of. You sure can. There's a lot of virtual support yep. online. You can get help no matter where you are, um, even close to the Canadian border, an hour That's and a right. half, 45 <laughs> minutes from the closest town of 10,000. Mm -hmm. uh, Kathy, you know, what you have built here is such an inspiration. And I'm so excited that we had an opportunity to talk and share what you've done with other people. Now, if we need some nose butter, where, where should we go to get it? And how do we follow you online? Well, they can go to the Blissful Dog, the Blissful Dog, T-H-E, BlissfulDog.com. And there, there I am right there. And they can find what they need. Of course, I have an Etsy store, as so many of us do. And it's just on Etsy, the Blissful Dog. And they can find me right there. You've done an amazing job. I'm, I'm just so encouraged to see that a maker can, uh, you know, organize themselves and create the systems that they need to, to make things successful without, you know, hiring, you know, 15 people. And, th and there's nothing wrong with that. But if right. that's not what you want to do, and certainly you're not even in a part of the country where you could do that. So it's wonderful to know that when you put your mind to it, and your focus, because Kathy, you have been so focused, like it's dog products and it's these five dog products and it's for these 60 different breeds. And that's what I do. Yep. That's it. And, and that is just, that's such a wonderful thing. Well, we'll be seeing you around at the blissful dog.com. I am encouraged to just go read about the breeds <laughs> even and you. And that's another thing too, is, is that for me as a person who's thinking about buying a dog. I've been kind of doing it for a few years now, but I'm, I'm in constant thinking about buying a dog mode. I went to your website and I was able to look around and learn about dogs there. So I would imagine that in terms of the search engine optimization, that must be huge as well, because I think I'm looking for a dog. And then not only do I land on a page where I can find out about the breed I'm interested in, but I can find out where I can buy products to help take care of the dog. That's right. Yeah, and that is part of it too, is not just saying here's the product. Yes. Every, every single nose butter page that has the different breeds, I have either history yes. or fun facts or tidbits or something about every single breed. And that's fun for me too. Oh, and then I do some fun things like I had a series of the Blissful Dog of the Day where I did a little image every day with fun things about that breed, like history or what they were bred yes. to do or just quirky little things about them. Yeah. And then uh, I do another one called the most interesting French bulldog in the world with my dog dude as the most interesting French bulldog in the world. And it's of course a parody of the, those beer commercials we all have loved and laughed about. So I, I do fun things like that because yes. it gives me a mental break and yeah. they're fun for the search engines. They are yeah. fun for the search engines and, and, and they also allow you to, not just sell your products, but yes. help people understand how they can use them. Mm -hmm. And that is so important to be able to, because you're entertaining me, you're educating me, you're informing me, and you're letting me know that there are things that I can do to take better care of my 
blank, my dog, my skin, my hair, whatever it is. So being able to apply that, I hope our listeners can apply that to their business. Yes, we have to say buy here, but we also need to be able to say, here's how you can use the information that I can share to have a better life. And here's a product that can help you do that too. Exactly. That's what it's all about. I mean, every day I get testimonials and and pictures where people took the time to take before and after pictures of their dog's noses. Right. And they send me these just beautiful, heartfelt emails and I get letters in the mail. Those are always exciting. Something, you know, a real letter to touch. There were people are that excited they found the product and anytime we can do something like that that makes somebody's life better mm-hmm. that's just a good feeling yes and it's an experience for them too, not just a product so it doesn't become mm-hmm. a commodity it becomes something that's a part of their lives and you have you have you have mastered that so brilliantly and thank you so much for sharing your tips and your ideas the everyone check it out. And if you have a dog, you have to. And if you're like me thinking about getting a dog, you want to go there too, because it's a whole lot of fun and very inspiring. And thanks for all these tips, Kathy, today. Thank you for having me. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Kathy Donnell Vitzak. If you have a dog, I bet I know what you might be up to right about now. And if you enjoyed this episode of the Indie Business Podcast, Won't you send us some love? Just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. And if you're logged into Twitter, you can just hit one click and let your friends know that you enjoyed our show. We really want to make this useful to you. And if we are helping you and if you do enjoy listening, please let us know by sharing. It really helps us boost our iTunes rankings and also helps us help you spread the word about what companies like yours and other makers and creative entrepreneurs are doing throughout the country. And if we can improve on anything, I want you to let us know that too. There's a contact link on our website at IndieBusinessNetwork.com so you can share what you'd like to see and how we can serve you better. I'll see you on the next episode of Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love.